Print on Audio, the podcast for writers and all who are interested in books, literature and the printed word. Write on Audio has moved to a weekly format, splitting our content into shorter themed podcasts. Please be sure to subscribe in your favourite podcast app so you don't miss any of our editions. This is a Write on Audio showcase. Welcome to our October showcase, which this month is selected by Write On's Dia Padia. Dia is a writer from Goa in India who is a regular contributor to this podcast and to Write On magazine. Hi, this is Dia Padia connecting from Goa, India. I'm utterly delighted to edit Write On's showcase page for the second time. What brings me even more joy is that Write On is currently exploring the theme of home, one of my most favorite topics to write about. This is because to me home is more than a place. It's the feeling of comfort and safety. Being the only child in a nuclear family, I've always longed for a place to be my escape. I wish to leave home and go away for college or for work only because I wanted to experience the feeling of coming back home rather than never leaving it. Today, the first piece I want to share is my own poem through which I try to find home or rather I try to find the feeling of being back home. Mother's lap, lover's arm, father's shoulder. Where is home? Where can I rest? Can I come back to after a weary day? I came back, as promised. I came back home, and I can smell the butter of cookies, like the ones my grandmother made. But the jars are empty. I can hear the water being pulled from the well, that has been dry for years. Thirsty by the absence of mouths that both she and I long for. I can feel my mother's depatter swirl on my face as the wind blows. But where is the song, the rhythm, the rhyme that the wind here was known for? The song of this land, my land, taught me to sing. What have I come back to? I haven't reached home, I think. I am close enough, close enough to hear the waves on its shores, but the water lacks salt, and the sand lacks strength. I think I am miles and miles and miles away, but my feet is soiled with sand that glitters the reflection of stars. I think I walked ahead, I left it behind. I walked miles and miles and miles in search of something I've always known to be so transient. I left home in search of home. Then where do I go back? Where is home? I carry home along. I carry home on the shores where the sand glitters my feet, where I hear the waves descending from my land as if coming along with me. 
wherever I go, or wherever the sea goes, or wherever the water goes, in the well where my thirst is fulfilled, or in the jars of butter cookies and in the embroidery of the patters. I carry home along wherever I go. Home is not where I settle. Home is where I fly. Home is where I am resting. Having started college recently, I've begun to ponder about what the idea of home means to everyone, especially to people who leave home. Do people find home again elsewhere? Or do they live with only memories of what home felt like? There are so many ways in which one can interpret the idea of home. Home means differently to everyone. And yet, it deals with the same feelings of love and nostalgia. Everyone resonates with the idea that home is what it is because of its people. When I asked friends from my college about what home means to them, many of them replied with home is where the heart is. Exploring the same idea, I wish to share two poems. The first is by Jaziel Fernandez, titled, Right Now, You Are My Home. Home is where the heart is, and mine is scattered all around. It's in bits and pieces with the people who have left, but also with the people who have stuck around. I live within memories, some good and most of them bad. My home isn't sweet like honey, but rather haunted. Haunted by me. My home will be you, until one day you forget me. The feeling of home being scattered is something I've felt on multiple occasions. However, home should be where you can be yourself. It's where the heart feels safe and you feel at ease. This idea is beautifully penned down into a poem by Nadia Sadik. I'm sure you will enjoy. I never felt like myself in those structures of steel and concrete in the arms of those who said I was born to be loved by them. Foreign wasn't a word I found outside, it rested on my tongue, in the mirror across from my childhood bed. Comfort came not from being grounded, but from running away, running away from a cage that they called my home. I ran so far I couldn't see them when I looked back. Not even spots in the horizon to remind me of it all. There I found the wind and I flew. It embraced me and I cried. I called it home and it welcomed me. Its cold currents open arms. They told me it didn't matter where I was, where the wind was. I was home. Lastly, I'd like to share another piece by Nadia Sadik again, titled Looking for Home, taking you back to the idea of searching for home, because home, as I've always known it to be, is transient. 
In those four walls, the time stopped. There was no before, no after. There was just that moment, that second, that breath, that heartbeat. The world reduced to those few thousand square feet of space, cluttered with memories, trauma, laughter and tears. Those four walls were the entire universe. Those four walls are no more, and the universe is as endless as they say it is. Home was a word that was hard for them to understand, as they sat on the sandy shores of a beach, the golden sand sticking to their salt-soaked skin, uncomfortable but familiar in the way they clung on. The sound of crashing waves was somehow calming and haunting at once. Each new wave unpredictable in which emotion they would bring about. Hills felt different. The thinner air made them feel light-headed, liberated. There were no walls, but lots of earth, and it felt comforting for a few moments till they looked down and saw the abyss that they always feared. If the universe never ended, they would never know all of it, and that scared them. If four walls held their universe, then it was knowable, it was comfortable, it was home. In the city, there were plenty of walls, concoctions of wood, steel and concrete. They tried to find home in them, but they felt just as lifeless as the people that walked by them in the streets. The walls were finite, but felt suffocating instead of welcoming, and it confused them. Home was four walls to them. Four walls where they knew every centimetre, but somehow that wasn't enough. It would long for them to find home. Funnily enough, it would come in the same brick walls of the city they thought foreign. Knowing the space wasn't enough. It would never have been. The trinkets that populated every free surface, the messy kitchen, the messier bedroom, they would become home. The tears and laughter would embellish the door jam like height markings. The trauma would barge in and make itself home in the corners where dust settles adamantly, too hard to sweep away. The memories would pile up in albums and film, holding within them the universe that they built for themselves. Their world ended where they wanted it to. Home was not a place for them to find, but one for them to make. Thank you to Dia for selecting our October showcase. You can read more of Dia's work in Write On Magazine and Write On Extra. We'll publish links in our show notes. Next week, our editor, Madeline White, will be discussing how poetry can be used to chart the social, economic and political history of a country, as well as nation build towards the future, with eminent academic and author, Professor Wynne Thomas. We're always delighted to read your contributions, so if you'd like to see your words in Write On or hear them on this podcast, please get in touch. We'll share this link and all others mentioned in today's podcast as part of our show notes. Thank you for listening to Write On Audio, presented by me, Tiffany Clare. 
Right on Audio is produced by Chris Gregory and it's an alternative stories production for pen to print.